Welcome to the National Vaccine Information Center's podcast series, Informed Consent to Vaccination, a Human Right. These podcasts are from previously recorded and referenced commentaries and articles produced by MVIC, a charitable nonprofit organization. My name is Barbara Lowe Fisher. My son was injured by DPT vaccine in 1980, and this is a referenced commentary posted for viewing on NVIC.org. 2013 was only a few days old when I saw a photo of 61-year-old Ethel Hoover, a veteran hospital nurse who had only missed four or five days of work in 22 years. She was fired from her job for declining to get a flu shot. On her last day of work, she wore black. In the photo, she was standing straight, looking directly into the camera, unafraid, signaling a strong ownership of the principal choice she made in defense of autonomy, freedom of conscience, and protection of bodily integrity. This is my body, she said. I have a right to refuse the flu vaccine. The Methodist-founded Indiana University Health Goshen Hospital rejected the medical and religious exemptions Ethel filed so they could punish her for obeying her conscience and choosing to stay healthy another way. Refusing to respect her beliefs or superior health and work attendance record, they cited the no shots, no job vaccine mandates being pushed by public health officials and pharma funded medical trade groups as a reason to fire her. Ethel is not alone. Many American nurses and other healthcare workers are being thrown out on the street without a job or forced to wear masks and special badges, publicly branding them for declining to subject themselves to the well-known failures and risks of influenza vaccinations. A vaccine that the Centers for Disease Control admits does not protect against influenza nearly half the time, and like all vaccines, can cause permanent injury when there are complications. A doctor from Vanderbilt University heading up the Campaign for Adult Immunization, which is funded by drug corporation giants Merck and Pfizer, observed that nurses are the most reluctant to get vaccinated. Downplaying the critical thinking going on in the primarily female nursing profession, he quipped with more than a trace of sexism, quote, there seems to be a persistent myth that you can get flu from a flu vaccine among nurses. They subject themselves to more influenza by not being immunized, and they certainly do not participate in putting patient safety first, end of quote. One of pharma's go-to guys apparently feels comfortable perpetuating the myth that nurses are a bunch of hysterical, ignorant females because they are less likely to be persuaded to engage in magical thinking about the benefits and risks of influenza vaccine. I guess it's okay to do that when you can use your medical license like a club to tell other people what to think, believe, and do, and then harm them when they disagree with you. We should all pause and reflect about just why nurses who devote their lives to saving our lives when we are patients are not buying the vaccine myths that drug companies and doctors with big titles are hard selling. Why are veteran nurses sacrificing their careers to take a stand for the right to protect freedom of conscience and bodily integrity. Perhaps it's because nurses know it is a myth that influenza vaccine is risk-free when it is not. More nurses today are aware that a flu shot reaction can end in brain inflammation, paralysis, and death, 
especially if you're biologically more susceptible to vaccine reactions. And they know that the majority of adult vaccine injury claims paid out by government are for influenza vaccine. Nurses also know it is a myth that a flu shot will prevent you from getting or transmitting influenza or other kinds of respiratory infections. They know that every year, 70 to 80% of all influenza-like illness cases, such as fever, sore throat, and cough, test negative for type A or type B influenza. Major labor unions are opposing the no shots, no job mandate that doctors and government and medical trade groups funded by pharma are telling employees to impose because they want to force a 90% vaccination compliance rate. These unions include American Nurses Association, National Nurses United, California Nurses Association, Occupational Safety and Health Administration, SEIU Healthcare Employees Union, American Federation of State, County and Municipal Employees, AFL-CIO, and others. Joining them are the American Federation of Teachers and Association of Flight Attendants. Teachers and flight attendants are likely next on the government's list to be threatened with unemployment right after childcare workers now being targeted by public health officials with no shots, no job mandates in Texas and Colorado. Women, many of them single moms or primary breadwinners for their families, have always filled the ranks of low-paying personal service professions in America. 92% of American nurses and 98% of nursing aides are women. 98% of childcare workers are women. 82% of American teachers for grades 1 to 12 are women, and 98% of preschool and kindergarten teachers are women, and 80% of American flight attendants are women. Is there a pattern here? You bet there is, because 100% of mothers who give birth to and nurture children until they're old enough to care for themselves are women, and mothers were the first to be humiliated, marginalized, and punished by paternalistic doctors for daring to engage in critical thinking and asking good questions about the quality of vaccine science that doctors still can't answer. I honor Ethel Hoover and the brave women in nursing fighting to protect their informed consent rights, which are being taken away inch by inch from all of us by doctors in positions of power. A nurse who refuses to abandon the human right to informed consent to medical risk-taking, is a nurse who will respect your right when you are her patient to make voluntary decisions about medical risks. A nurse who demands the right to think critically and follow her conscience to protect her body is a nurse who will defend your right to think critically, follow your conscience, and protect your body no matter what a doctor male or female, tells you to do with it. Go to www.nvicadvocacy.org and learn how you can join the growing number of educated vaccine choice advocates working to protect informed consent rights in America. It's your health, your family, your choice. Before you take a risk, find out what it is. To learn more about vaccines, diseases, and the human right to informed consent, visit mvic.org, the website of the nonprofit charity, the National Vaccine Information Center. Since 1982, 
MVIC has worked to prevent vaccine injuries and deaths through public education and to secure informed consent protections in U.S. vaccine policies and laws. Visit mvic.org and mvicadvocacy.org to get well-referenced vaccine information that you can trust and share with your family, friends, and members of your community. It's your health, your family, your choice.